You're listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, episode 15. In today's episode, we're talking about how us mamas need to stop doing all the things. It's something that we all deal with. It's definitely one of the reasons we are so stressed out, and it's time for us to put an end to it. Doing everything and doing everything all at once is not feasible and only has one destination, burnout. Stay tuned to learn some practical tips that you can actually use to stop making everything a priority and begin easing your stress. You're going to want to grab your notebook for this one. Now, before we dive in, let's read the review of the week. This one is from S. Nemitz. She says, life-giving, so refreshing, and so practically helpful. Mama, this 20 minutes is well worth your time. So thankful for Caroline's wisdom in this season. Thank you for that review. I'm so grateful that you took the time to leave that. And I'm so glad that you are finding so much wisdom and help and tips and just all the things that you need from tuning in to this podcast. It definitely, these reviews definitely keep me coming back to the mic every single week. So if you haven't left a review, I would love to ask you or encourage you or invite you to come leave one so that I can not only just see how you're enjoying the episode and or the, the podcast itself or this particular episode if you want to leave one about this episode. But we can also show Apple and the other podcast streaming apps that you guys are using just how much this podcast is needed and it can re- recommend this podcast to more mamas out there that may not know about it, but definitely need to be tuning in as well. So thank you again for that review and let's go ahead and get this one started. Welcome to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, a podcast created to help you conquer the mental load of motherhood so you can be intentional with the missions God has called you to both in and out of motherhood. Here, you will learn how to manage it all, your time, your home, your family, your career, and more so you can go from feeling overwhelmed and stretched thin to mothering with joy and living fully on purpose for the Lord. If you're ready to change your motherhood narrative, reclaim your joy, own your time, and get back to your mission, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, founder, and CEO of Mission Motherhood, Caroline J. Sumlin. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, Mama, welcome back to the show. As you heard in the intro, we are talking about stop doing all the things. (laughs) I was going to find a way to say that even more eloquently, but stop doing all the things. That's the title of today's episode. And that's what we're talking about. Stop doing all the things. A huge contributing factor to the mental load we carry as mothers is the fact that we are trying to do all the things at the same time. On a normal basis, we're juggling serving and caring for our spouses, supporting and serving the emotional and physical needs of our children, obsessing over making the right decisions for our children regarding behavior and discipline, managing a household, maintaining a career, just to name a few. Now, in the height of the coronavirus pandemic, we can add to this list 
keep our families safe and healthy, anxiously worrying about school choice, keeping our kids from experiencing the trauma effects of the pandemic, trying to work from home while trying to keep our kids enriched, entertained, and educated, and more. This is the literal definition of doing all the things, burning out from doing all the things, and possibly feeling like there's no way this will get any better or no way to stop doing all the things. What's our typical response? We press on, right? Full steam ahead, thinking that the only way to solve the problems is to keep pushing, keep trucking along, keep doing all the things, and eventually all the things will get done, right? Is it just me, or does that sound like a recipe for disaster? I used to believe these same thoughts. You just have to keep pushing, Caroline. There's no other way. You have to do everything. You just have to. I still wrestle with this from time to time, more often than I care to admit. But the truth is, this is a recipe for disaster. It's impossible to do all the things. Somewhere down the road, we will pay for it with our mental, physical, and spiritual health, and that final bill will be quite high. Trust me, I'm dealing with that right now on a physical level, paying for years and years of stress and mental load that I just pushed through, which has now led me to battle multiple chronic conditions. It's not worth it. Not worth it. But feels like there's no other way sometimes, am I right? Or maybe it feels like there's no other way all the time. Maybe that's literally how you're feeling always. How do we stop doing all the things when all the things are demanding our attention? First, we surrender. We've got to surrender to the Lord, seeking him for his godly wisdom about what he's asking us to do, when he's asking us to do it, and how he's asking us to do it. Surrendering our time, mind, resources, having faith that he's given us all that we need. That's the first step. Second, we reframe. We reframe our mind and how we are viewing all the things that we need to get done or our priorities, what really needs to be done and what are we putting unnecessary pressure on ourselves saying needs to be done because these are two different things. Then we restructure. We restructure our actual priorities as far as how and when they get done. We'll dive into some tangible steps to do this in just a bit. One of the things that is extremely important to me as a mama is curating an enriching learning and play environment for my children. When I had my first daughter, I knew nothing about Montessori education or toys. We had all of the light up toys that do all the entertaining for your child instead of allowing your child to be the one to do the playing and discovering themselves. Kids learn through play, but they need toys that will allow them to explore, learn, and use their imagination. We have since transformed our household to a completely Montessori or Waldorf play environment and use all wooden toys or stuffed toys like handmade dolls. I highly recommend making this transformation as it will transform the way your children play and learn. However, it can be hard to know where to start when it comes to finding the best Montessori toys for your child. That's why I love the shop Things They Love. 
Things They Love is a small shop owned by a sweet mama who curates items from the best brands in Montessori play and education. It's your one-stop shop for wooden stacking toys, wooden pretend play, wooden blocks, wooden homeschool items, and more. My favorite part? They have a wonderful collection of multicultural books for kids of all ages. If you're looking to quickly and easily diversify your book library, this is the place for you. I recently just snagged some books for the girls that have beautiful black and brown faces on the cover and really tell enriching stories that I can't wait for them to read and learn more about. So guess what? I've got a special gift for you. Things They Love is giving my listeners 10% off their first order with the code MISSIONMAMA. That's Mission M-A-M-A. Head to thingstheylove.co to get 10% off today. That's thingstheylove.co with the code MISSIONMAMA to get 10% off your first order today. How often do you make your agenda, create your schedule, write down all the things you need to do before you seek God first? I know, this conviction smacks me in the face too. Guys, I'm here to connect the faith with the tangible and the strategy, but the answer will always start with Jesus first. Always. Seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 How often do we forget how simple this is? All these things. All. Every last one. All. All. The time we need, the wisdom we need, the clothes we need, the food we need, the financial provision we need, the discernment we need, all these things. We are not supposed to run around doing all the things like a chicken with our head cut off. Life with Jesus is supposed to be filled with rest. Note, this doesn't mean ease. This doesn't mean without hardship, I should say. This means resting in Jesus. This has been a theme of the last few episodes, if you've noticed. When we rest in him, he takes our little and multiplies it. He takes what we can't do and he does it. He makes our worries his worries. And he graciously gives wisdom as to how to handle it all and where to place our priorities with our first priority always being to seek him. In this rest, we must remember that whatever God is calling us to, he has and he will equip us for. So we've got to surrender, surrender the list, surrender the worries, the the things, all of it, all when we're just thinking about all the things, We've got to surrender and seek God and say, okay, Lord, I give this to you. Here's where I'm overwhelmed. Show me where to put my focus. Show me where to put my time. Give me wisdom as to how to make this happen. What do I need to drop, Lord? What glorifies you? Remove me so that I'm only glorifying you. And he will be so faithful to reveal and to show you exactly what he needs to reveal and show exactly what he needs to do he will exactly what he needs you to do or what he wants you to do he will be faithful to reveal that in james i forget the verse i don't have it written down it talks about how when we need wisdom we ask him and he gives it without making us feel 
foolish for asking him for that wisdom. He gives it graciously and he gives it gently. So that's why it's always so important to seek him first. We need to stop trying to figure things out on our own, problem solving, and then going, oh yeah, oh yeah, let me pray about that. Oh, oh shoot, I forgot to pray. Okay, God, can you help me with this? Okay, great. We need to make our lives about seeking him first in all that we do, especially, especially what we deem to be our priorities. Because if we're living unto him, then he should be shaping our priorities always, always. Okay, so now it's time to reframe your mindset about your priorities, which when you seek the Lord first will naturally happen. We have to stop believing in this mom must do all things culture. Yes, the culture has been ingrained in us, but we can change this narrative. As moms, we do have a unique wiring and ability to dynamically think of all the details of all the things and are usually a bit more introspective than our male counterparts. This means that we are often the ones who turn into the managers or directors of our home and how it runs. I don't think it's a bad thing at all, though. We're wired to be homemakers, which I believe is just another word for home manager. We manage the home. We're the rock. We're the matriarch. Fathers lead the home and mothers run the home. In most cases, I will say, this is in most cases, as I know that that's not the case for everyone. I'm speaking specifically on how God has uniquely wired men and women, but I'm sensitive to the fact that there are single mothers listening. I'm sensitive to the fact that there are people listening that are not in ideal marital situations where maybe you don't feel like your husband is taking the lead or maybe you're you're having resistance there or you're struggling in those areas and things of that nature. And I, I understand that, but just more specifically speaking about how we're wired as women versus how men are wired and how God designed marriage and, and families to run is that the fathers are the leaders or like you could call fathers like the CEO and mothers are the managers of the home and together they are they work together in the way they're wired to be able to produce the fruit that God has called them to produce however being the manager doesn't mean that we do everything ourselves as moms the best managers know how to delegate and delegate well They know how to work together with their team. They work together with their leader and they lead well together. Like I said, they work together with their leader and their leader being the father, the husband, and they they lead well together as a unit. Managers wear many different hats, but they can't wear all of them at once. This means you can't wear all of the hats at once. And you won't be able to wear them all in the same day, and that's okay. Some things you will need to let go of. Some things you just need to prioritize in a different order. Some things you may need to divide and conquer, whether that be amongst yourself or your spouse. And what do I mean when I say divide and conquer amongst yourself? Take a task, break it in half, do part of it now and part of it later. Sounds simple in theory, but this is extremely hard for us moms because we feel this need to either do it all or none of it, which leads to 
overdoing it and overwhelm or procrastination and overwhelm. So give yourself permission to stop letting perfectionism or all or nothingness get in your way and divide and conquer your priorities amongst yourself. Be realistic with what you can handle and then accept that without apology. Do what you can do. Do what you can do in the moment you're in. Do what you can do in the season you're in, in the day that you're in, whatever that looks like, whatever that scenario is for you. Delegate what you can delegate. Put to the side what you need to put to side. Ask for help what you need to ask for help. Let go what you need to let go of. All of those things. But be realistic with what you can handle and then accept that without apology. And remember, God will give you this wisdom about all of these things. If you're really struggling with discerning the differences with everything I just mentioned, that's where that godly wisdom comes in. But in this next point that I'm getting ready to bring up, I will bring you through a little bit of a process that I've created that can help you narrow down how to sort through some of your emotions and stresses about the things that are on your plate as you're figuring out what to let go of and what to prioritize. So you surrender to the Lord and you've reframed your mindset a bit and now it's time to restructure how you handle everything. We just talked a bit about it when we talked about dividing and conquering amongst yourself, which is a great strategy. You can do this in the moment, like in the moment you're doing something. If you realize, hey, like I don't have enough time or I can't do all of this. What part of this can I do this? That can I do now? And what plan can I make to attack this other part later or this other part tomorrow or whatever that looks like. You can um, perform that thought process in the moment, but you can also plan your priorities this way. You can intentionally plan to divide and conquer priorities up throughout the day, like in different chunks of the day or throughout the week or even throughout the month, if that makes sense for you, depending on what that priority might be. I created a process called the priority process, which I teach inside of the Mission Motherhood Academy. And with this process, we go through a five-step process of breaking down our tasks, identifying the stressors caused by those tasks, and deciding what needs to be a priority and what we can let go of by aligning it with our motherhood mission. I encourage you to do this. Ask yourself these questions when you're thinking about your priorities and all the things you need to do. I'll go slowly so you can write these questions down and then you can return to them when it's convenient for you. What stresses me out the most about this task? Why is it stressing me out? Is this task connected to my motherhood mission? If you don't know your motherhood mission, by the way, take some time to write a mission statement for yourself as a mom. We go through this in MMA. So if you join when the doors open again, you'll get a whole mini course devoted to this. But this is something that you can journal about right where you are. Follow up question. How is the task connected to your mission? So is the task connected to the mission? Great. If so, how is it connected to your mission? What can I let go of with this task? Where am I putting too much pressure on myself or refusing to delegate? Now, what's most important with this task? How can I prioritize the most important parts? That's a mini version of the priority process I teach inside MMA. Take yourself through this process and see what revelations come to mind. Ask yourself where you need to be delegating tasks, dividing and conquering amongst yourself, and what needs to be totally and completely let go of. 
It's time to stop doing all the things at once. It's time to stop doing all the things in general. Once you truly let go of this belief that you have to be going nonstop in in order to accomplish something, you will truly begin to see your mental load melt away. I know it feels like there's never enough hours in the day, but I promise when you change the way you look at your priorities and you surrender your time and your resources to God and believe that in him you have everything you need, there will be enough time and it can feel restful instead of hurried or hustled. This, I promise you, I promise you this. So let's recap just a bit here. Okay, our first step is to surrender to the Lord, to seek the Lord first in all things. Stop hurrying and writing down that to-do list in all the things before you seek the Lord first and just ask and invite his wisdom in, invite his spirit in. And then as you are brain dumping, as you're writing your list, as you're writing your schedule, you are doing that with the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, making those decisions, taking over your mind, making sure the enemy doesn't play in into anything. You will be amazed as to how differently you approach the way that you think and the way that you plan and the way that you um, prioritize things when you pray first and you really ask God to have his way and show you what his way looks like. It'll be a completely different result than when you just dive in yourself and then pray later, if at all. So seeking him first is so, 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 so important and surrendering surrendering your time. Lord, I surrender the amount of time that you've given me. How can I ask him? How can I use this time wisely? Can you please multiply my time? Take my little and and multiply it to be much for your kingdom. Like he is supernatural. He wants us to rely on him and to need him. That's why that whole myth about he will never give us more than we can bear. No, he will. He will. It will feel impossible in the natural, in the flesh. It will feel impossible. It technically is impossible without God. But with God, all things are possible. So we have to be surrendering to God. And we feel like this is just straight impossible. I can't do this. That is a sign. Are you in surrender to the Lord? Have you sought him first? Okay, so that's step one. Remember, step two, reframing your mindset about your priorities. God will help you with this. He will change your mindset. He will transform your mind. A renewing of your mind will happen and you will no longer think of things the way the world has you to think of things, but you will think of things the way God is calling you to think of things, which means your priorities, which means he will show you, oh, snap, this is not important, but this is. Here's how you can handle this. You can handle this this way. You can let go of this over here. He will help you to realize that you do not have to be superwoman. You do not have to be superwoman. You don't have to do everything at once. You don't have to do everything yourself. He will help you to recognize this. He will help you to breathe. He will help you to let go. And then step three, restructure. Restructure how you tackle your priorities whether that's dividing and conquering amongst yourself throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, and even throughout the year, dividing and conquering with your spouse, with another family member, with your kids, if they're old enough, whatever that looks like for you and your family, what your needs are, you can divide and conquer. Um, you can um, you can completely let go of something that just doesn't need to be on your plate anymore. You can completely delegate and like, 
you know, whether in divide and conquer is more like I take part, you take part, or I take part, part A on Monday and I take part B on Tuesday, but delegating is like, I completely let go of this and this is now on you. That's, that's okay too. Whatever that looks like, whatever, whatever the, the needs are, what, however the needs fit, if you will. So that's how that can look like too. But restructuring how you attack those priorities, how you attack that to-do list and stop trying to attempting to literally have your hand in everything at once. You should not be trying to work, do the dishes, do homeschool and feed the dog and nurse the baby and call the doctor like all at the same time. Like this whole like, oh my gosh, got to do everything all the time and I got to do it all in one day. Like all that needs to be let go. I've got to handle everything. I've got to handle all the meal planning, all the grocery shopping, all the cooking, all of this, all the house cleaning. I've got to handle it myself, all the discipline, all the reading of the discipline stuff. Like I've got to do it all by myself. No, 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 no. No, time to restructure, time to do it differently, time to stop living in this everything is on mom all the time culture because it's not. As managers, we are called to delegate. We're called to bring our families together as a team. We might be the one thinking of all the things more than our our male counterparts, our spouses, our lovely, lovely spouses, of course, our kids, etc. Yes, that may be true, but that does not mean we have to take on the entire burden ourselves and do everything ourselves just because we're the ones that thinks of everything's ourselves, everything ourselves. Now, I will say this, our husbands can't read our minds, so we have to graciously bring them in, meet with them, get them on, like get ourselves on the same team, meet him where he is as well. You have to work together with him if that's that if that's an issue there, but I think that's another episode for another time. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there, but I'm going to have my husband on at some point and we're going to talk about this because I think it's really really important, but another episode for another time. For now, I just want you to focus on bringing on that mindset of, I don't have to do it all myself. I am not alone. This is not all my burden to bear. I can delegate. I can restructure. I can, I can restructure how I prioritize. I can restructure how this gets done. Okay. All right. You're doing amazing mama as always. As always, I'm cheering you on. I look forward to hearing from you. I love every single DM. Anytime you want to reach out to me and let me know what you've gotten from the episode, what you learned, um, what help or support you need, I am here for you. So just shoot me a DM and I'd be happy to talk to you. As always, share this episode with your friends, share this episode on your social media channels, and write and leave a review so more mamas can be introduced to this amazing podcast and community that God is growing. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If the content of this episode helped you in any way, please take a few minutes to share this episode with a mama friend, share this podcast to your Instagram stories, and leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for listening, mama. See you next time.